Welcome back, friends, to another episode of Guidance with Gab. I don't know why that just sounded like I was trying to sing. I don't sing, but there we go. Ah, I am currently sitting on my bed. Yes, I finally have a bed now, and I have my own room now, and everything is coasting along, just happy as could be. That sounded sarcastic, but I'm not. I'm actually really happy right now. I have my candle on. I have my dim lights on, really setting the stage for you. Just very grateful to finally be in a home. Um, I miss doing my little podcast and now I'm back with my microphone. So hopefully this sounds a little bit better for your ears. And I hope that everyone is just doing their best. Honestly, it doesn't have to be thriving. doesn't have to be killing it. You guys just have to be doing your best and that's it. So on to the actual topic of what the podcast is about. Sex boom yes there we go well it's actually the enhancement of sexual experiences through mindfulness and yoga philosophy but i mean come on just saying it's about sex sounds better right all right so i'm definitely going to be a little corny so if you have some good ears and you're actually listening and not just uh putting me on in the background you'll catch them i'm just corny and like a little wordplay uh so yeah yoga philosophy mindfulness and sex that's it do i do i really have to say anything else like the power of those three things connecting together what what a freaking experience right so i'm sure you can assume how i came up with this topic ha did you get that okay i won't be giving you any more hints though i promise so um i just ask that although this may be a little taboo I ask that you listen to this with an open mind, an open heart, and open legs. Wink, wink. Okay, sorry, I gave you a hint. Anyway, so yeah, there are obviously millions of opinions and belief systems surrounding sex, like when people should do it, how they should do it, what is right, what is wrong. We could go on for days, right? Think about the bill that was just passed about abortion, which is absolutely flippant ridiculous. Like. I don't even want to start talking about that topic because it's going to infuriate me. But think about all the outside opinions that have to do with sex when sex is a decision that we make with our own bodies. So for the focus, wow, my voice there, so sorry. (laughs) The focus of today is just really on the enhancement of sexual experiences through the practices and teachings of yoga philosophy and mindfulness. There is so much that goes into yoga besides asana, which I've talked about before, a whole like philosophical system. So that's kind of the basis and foundation of this topic today. And the first one that is super key is acceptance, right? So to begin with, like a sexual encounter, whether it be with yourself, another person or shit, I don't know what you're into, maybe a lot of other people no shame there none at all promise um it's just an experience for connection right so i think we've all had maybe not all of us i'm not going to generalize but if you are sexually active i think that we can all kind of agree that having a sexual experience with someone you have a strong emotional tie to usually feels a little bit better than someone you don't have a bond with at all at least I'm speaking for myself here, I would much rather be having, you know, sex with someone who I care about versus some stranger on the street for sure. So a big part of that is connection. 
So through connection, you're valuing and accepting yourself and others in their most natural form. What is more natural and innate than than sex? Like literally reproduction. So you have to accept yourself and accept all the other people involved to really connect with them. In the teachings of yoga philosophy, there's like always this underlying display of acceptance, whether it be through santosha, which is contentment, or ahimsa, which is non-harming. There's always this underlying tone of acceptance. So when you love and accept yourself, it's a lot easier to release any shame or guilt or judgment around your sexual ideas. How many times have you caught yourself thinking about thinking about something shameful no thinking about something sexual and then you start shaming yourself or feeling guilty about thinking about it that's why we need to start accepting it as long as as it's like not harming other people or yourself definitely disclaimer um no means no if you have to question it don't do it um consent makes a sexual experience a million times more beautiful just a little disclaimer anyway back to shame and guilt and judgment all the fun stuff So, think about women. Again, back to the abortion rule. It's, like, ridiculous how much shame that we need to have around our, like, personal need for sex even, right? As a woman, come on. I feel like we've all experienced that. We feel shame to have our our, um, pleasures met. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying. Um, I started thinking about this after someone shared with me this, like, absolutely outstanding TED talk by Peggy Ornstein. I don't know how to say her last name. Close enough though. So she kind of talks about how young women form uh, like opinions on their own sexuality through the acts of society. I was mind blown at some of the things that she said. I really recommend uh, listening to that. I could plug it on um, the bottom of this for the show notes and it's on my website as well if you want to find that link. Um, So she explains the lack of education that women receive regarding our own sexual pleasure. Think about when you were in sex ed. What did you learn about for men versus women? For men, you're learning, oh my god, they orgasm, oh my god, they jerk off. And then you think of a woman and you're hearing about pregnancy and periods and pain. All the, the, the triple P, all the bad things that happen to women pregnancy isn't and periods they're not terrible but you get what i'm saying it's seen as this like fear thing when men hear about sex and they're like hell yeah i get to come out of my dick and then women are like do we like do we come like what happens we learn nothing we don't even know what a clit is we don't learn that we only learn like the the functions of the reproductive system but we're not learning the functions of our pleasure section which is absolutely ridiculous. So when you're practicing acceptance, it all ties back, you will unlearn the mindlessness that was taught in school systems, right? That was mindlessly taught. People probably don't even notice. I didn't notice until I listened to the TED Talk. So just imagine a world of sex where you're not comparing yourself to like porn and the women moaning and porn and squirting everywhere and you aren't nitpicking your your body's rolls and curves and bumps and twists and all that fun stuff and in a world where you and your partner are embracing your most authentic selves just think about that that is achievable we just really need to start with acceptance 
that like in accepting yourself there's just so much comfort in being free and open with others but it really has to start from within so that was that was number one of yoga philosophy which is gonna tie in throughout the whole uh, the whole podcast the whole blog post the whole shebang the whole sex time you know it it's acceptance on to the next surrender that sounds kinky which it can be if that's what you're into i support it but surrendering and letting go are just huge themes in the yoga world and in the sex world so this practice really allows you to trust the unfolding process because you know you're on the right path that's kind of what i'll guide people through um during a yoga session i'll talk about how you can breathe into it and you can let go and you can fully release all the tension because you know that you're protected and safe within the universe's hands so surrendering to the natural flow and uncovering of a sexual experience is just like the most freeing feeling you're not holding back you're not holding back your emotions you're not holding back the sensations you're feeling any anything you're just truly feeling it you just start to release judgment which again what does that derive from acceptance it's all a part of letting go put a halt on the judgment towards yourself and your partner and you'll experience a crazy open experience Just let go of the image that you have of what you think you should and could be and allow yourself to melt into what is. Again, there is no comparison to porn and what your friends tell you they do in bed. Sorry, I'm somehow stuffy again. I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah, there's no comparison. It's just you being you and what you're feeling, not what you should be doing, could be doing. None of that. Let it go. Which falls right into the next topic which is non-attachment also related to awareness if you can't tell by now all the yoga philosophy like aspects are just kind of interconnected and related so as you surrender which we just talked about you're also practicing a parigraha which falls under the yamas as non-attachment and releasing what is supposed to be So, surrendering and non-attachment are like, they go hand in hand, basically. As you can see, there's just a clear overlapping between each practice of yoga philosophy. Um, Non-attachment can be practiced to enhance sex by being detached from the outcome of sex. Women, men, how often are we focused on the end goal or the term finishing or like, Oh, ooh, climax. That's the other one. <laughs> climax. It like those words, climax. I'm going on a little tangent. Sorry. The word climax and the word finishing, they're all creating this idea that that is the best part of sex or that is the end of sex. Just because one person finishes does not mean sex is over. Just because you climax doesn't mean that was the best part of sex. Just because you you had an orgasm doesn't mean that like the rest of it was bullshit and you didn't enjoy it maybe you had the best time during foreplay climax is a wrongfully used term i think anyway i was typing up the notes for this and i kept using the word come which apparently someone told me that that sounds too like porny which i didn't know was a thing um so i didn't like climax or finish or 
um I don't know what the other ones were but I was like no they don't feel right I want to say the word that it is you're coming you're orgasming you're you're busting a fucking nut okay no you get what I'm saying let me get back on the topic um yeah so that does kind of have to play into this right because we're detaching from the outcome of sex there is no expectation to have an orgasm in a world of non-attachment there's only like an expectation of truly experiencing the moment the here and now the feeling of everything happening the unfolding process how beautiful is the unfolding process of sex come on you know it's true if you think of an expectation it just kind of creates a pressure especially for women sorry men listening i'm just you know representing my women right now it does create a bad expectation for women that that like i have to come if i don't come he's gonna feel bad i'm gonna feel bad that that i can't come and oh my god it just starts like all this pressure and if you perform great under pressure congrats but that's not me and if you don't then i see you and i understand you but with the practice of detachment the pressure and the expectation is gone it's extinguished you're allowed now to be free in experiencing sex as it is again not as it should or could be but as it is against the contrary i do believe that you don't even always have to have an orgasm for it to be considered good sex i've had some bomb ass sex that i might not even orgasm maybe because i did like i don't know an hour ago and now we're on round two and i'm just not like my body doesn't want to or maybe i don't know there's a bunch of reasons why you might not to and i don't need to sit here and justify or explain but i don't think that it like that's what has to happen for it to be considered good sex fuck yeah it feels great it really leaves you with a bang (laughs) and it sorry i literally made myself laugh and i like lost focus but it doesn't have to be good sex if you have an orgasm i've i've had an orgasm before and had bad sex it's just like what happens right um yeah I think that the expectation of having to orgasm kind of distracts you from the journey there and like the entirety of sex because you're like rushing you're you feel like you need to finish something because of the word finish i want to remove that from everyone's vocabulary there is no need to rush to the finish line enjoy the ride for my ladies enjoy the ride <laughs> get it or i mean men to anyone bisexual pansexual whatever you identify as even though that's not really what people identify as you get you get the gist you got it i'm just gonna gonna stop talking there <sighs> so as humans in this society we kind of have this constant urge to think about the future right whether it's like the next five minutes or next five years we're always like what are we gonna eat for dinner when am I going to go hang out with Susie? Like, what What am I going to do when I have kids and, and I have work? Like, you're 17, you don't have children right now. It's okay. But we get so caught up in the future of everything. So with detachment, you're not going to feel the need to orgasm. You're not going to feel the need to, like, get to the end of, of the ride. Because your attention is going to be focused on enjoying each and every sensation. Think about it, the stroke of your hair, the breath of your partner, the tensing of your body. Come on, I know you feel it. You will be all in. You're not just experiencing 
the sensations around the orgasm. You're experiencing all of the sensations. And that really brings me into awareness. So when you detach from what you think you should feel, you allow yourself. You're, you're creating that space already in your mind, in your body, in your soul to really open yourself up to feel what you actually feel, right? Mindfulness focuses on awareness and practices like body scans. Raise your hand, everyone, if you've done a body scan. Whoop, whoop, as if I could see you. They help train your attention and your awareness to focus on certain body parts, right? So usually a body scan, you're laying down and you go through, like, feel your toes and your and your feet and your legs, relax your knees, and you're guiding your attention, your breath, your all of it into each different body part. So do I really have to say anything else regarding how that could help you have sex when you're experiencing the touch of another person or even yourself or even you know five other people you you're now giving yourself the the time and the attention to be like fully encapsulated by the sensations you're able to bring your awareness and your mind to each body part like if you're sending your breath and awareness to your body and embracing the feeling, think about how much more powerful that sexual experience will be for you. Come on. I'm literally begging you all to do this if you're not doing it already. Just en- enhance the touch by just sending your breath, mind, and awareness to the place where they are and just go with it. Please, for me, just go with it, please. I clearly love talking about sex. I'm loving it. Okay. On to, well, basically this sister of awareness is being present. So, be present during sex for yourself, for the partner. Come on. Keep your head in the game, literally. Oh, I just came up with it. That was so good. Keep your head in the game. I'm good. Okay. So, in order to practice detachment from expectations and remain in the present moment, mindfulness is key, which we just talked about. So, mindfulness, again, is the practice of presence. Being fully present with your partner during a sexual experience is only going to enhance the connection level and bond, right? Like, if you're fully attending to the magic that's being created, it's just going to enhance it even more. Thinking about a to-do list or, again, thinking about what's going to happen in the future, the next five minutes, what's for dinner, your stress at work, I don't think that's going to turn you on. It doesn't really turn me on that much. It's kind of a disservice to your partner and to yourself for not being attentive. And I think if... Um, you're listening and you've had an emotional connection to your sexual partner, you kind of feel a difference when they're off or like you feel a difference when you're having what yeah, you feel a connection when you are and they are actually having sex while they're having sex or when they or you are thinking about your problems while having sex. Like, let me repeat that. Are you having sex while having sex or are you thinking about your problems while having sex? I want you to think about that and I want you to well maybe not think about that next time you're having sex that might take away from (laughs) your experience that will be the opposite of being present but you get what I'm saying (sighs) speaking of stress so just a little side note for anyone who's like maybe I need to manage my stress yes you do and if for no other reason to better your sex life because stress obviously 
like decreases through meditation. I don't think I need to pull up the stats about that. But think about your arousal. That sounds so, I don't know why the like proper terms sound so funny. Um, Think about your arousal when you're under immense pressure or deep stress, like from work, from family, from this, from that. Your, your, Your main priority is not sex, is it? It's probably about finding solutions to the stressful stimuli, right? Like biologically, increased cortisol levels, which is the stress hormone, makes it more difficult for women to orgasm and is linked to erectile dysfunction. So, boom, there's finally evidence on that because it has to do with a man. Ha, just kidding, kind of. Anywho, the lower the stress, the more libido, and the more libido, the more fun. So, ha, I think you should have some more fun. I was going to say something inappropriate. I stopped myself there. Okay. So, thinking about the connection of, like, oneness and empathy... I think that has to do with sex, no? No? Yeah, I think so. Mindfulness and meditation focus on oneness and unity, which is connected to empathy. Empathy is fucking beautiful. That's it. There, I said it. I said the F word, guys. It's been itching to come out. So, being empath... I need to stop saying so. I need someone here to, like, listen to me while I do this and just kind of, like, slap my wrist when I do something like that. Anywho, being empathetic in general is just like giving you more without expecting much in return, right? Like if you're in the bedroom, you're going to be giving and giving without expecting much in return because you just feel empathetic. You're feeling good. Um, And then that's literally like another piece of non-attachment and surrendering. You're not expecting anything else from your partner. You're just straight up giving. Doesn't it feel good to just give sometimes? Do you ever buy like the person behind you in the drive-thru something and that feels good even though they like kind of don't even know it's you? Or like buying someone lunch or helping your partner feel good? Come on. There is some personal satisfaction to it. You can admit it. I know that everyone's like, no, no, I give just to give. But like we all a little bit give to receive the feeling of giving, right? I think so. It's okay. It's a safe space here. You can admit it. How good does it make you feel when you are turning someone else on? Ooh, I know that feels good. It probably makes you feel a little confident or empowered maybe. I know empowerment and like the power control complex is really a thing in sex so maybe that's like your thing um so next time that you're having sex i'm not saying think about me that sounds inappropriate focus on being more of a giver next time even if it's for these research purposes wink wink when you're giving it kind of feels like receiving so you're going to be in a giant circle of receiving in a sex world. Isn't that like the dream? Isn't that what we all want to like be receiving and receiving and receiving? Think about all the people that are like, I love to give in bed. Like they, they do it because they love it. They don't do it to make some like, it's all just kind of selfish a little bit if you think about it. So what have we learned here today? We've learned about um consent a quick little tidbit you know acceptance accepting yourself accepting others reducing shame and guilt and judgment letting go of all the judgment 
surrendering and just letting yourself go and actually feel talked about some non-attachment and awareness bringing your mind to each sensation that you're experiencing and just fully detaching from the outcome and we've also learned to remove the word climax and finish from our uh, vocabulary thank you very much um we learn to be present during sex we learn to decrease our stress which can be done through meditation and we learned how oneness uh really works together with empathy and how empathy works with giving and giving is basically receiving so you're going to be in a circle of receiving ah <sighs> man i love to talk about this so what i hope has been gained here is just like a new exciting element that can be added to your sexual experiences um yeah i just really encourage you to connect and to truly feel and to embrace and most importantly to love i hope everyone knows that sex is normal sex is natural you could say bye to the shame and say hi to a whole new world of pleasure um just embrace who you are embrace your kinks as long as they're safe to yourself and others and uh, you know just consent i mean some people are into the rough shit whatever not judging again um yeah just stay safe wrap it up maybe if that's what you're into too no babies 2022 are we in 2022 i think so birth control if that feels best for you i'm not advocating for it but if that's your flow then i respect it i love you all i hope that i receive some funny comments some dms um yeah so if you don't already you can follow me on instagram guidancewithgab.com you can check out my website no wow i said you could follow me instagram is guidance with gab website guidancewithgab.com um i will be starting doing reiki crystal healing tapping and any yoga session so if you live in the fort lauderdale area and you're interested in any of that please just message me reach out and i would love to be of service so to all my fellow friends stay sensual stay seductive and stay alluring i love you all bye Thank mm-hmm. you.